Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Welcome to the podcast. Tonight we're playing with the boys, Top Gun style. And the sort of thing you might see at a carnival when you're enjoying it over laughs while you're enjoying a scone. Um, so, yes, it's season 45, season eight, uh, episode 10 or episode 9? 10, I think. Do we ever know? Julie, as a listener to the podcast, do we ever know what episode number it is? No. Um, so this is just <laughs> what it's like. Um, uh, this week, you're Cody. Yep. I'm Joel. And uh, this week, all the way from sunny uh, Los Angeles, California, we have Bruce. Oh. Yeah, Bruce is here. No, uh, <laughs> Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back again. Uh, it's me, Bruce. I'm uh, just hanging out with Kane and all my friends out here. Yeah. Um, Chili. It's good to be back. It's been a couple years. Chili Davidson is on the pod. Zooming in, but me and Cody are together. Yeah, we're That's together. Um, I I don't think it's fair that you brought up quite possibly the best edit in Survivor history with the boys' night, mm-hmm. especially when you know how pissed off I am. So you really just softened my anger a little bit. I guess we'll get to the boys' night, but we'll also get to your anger. Do you? I mean, do you? I mean, Cody. Uh, let's Cody Chili. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. Uh, I need I'll to do, chill you out right now. You need to. <laughs> Um, Chili, let's, let's first get your thoughts on the season as a whole. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. I, despite the fact that I've lost a lot of people that I, uh, love, like all, everybody who I've had as a winner pick has seemed to go, uh, have gone home. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your winner have, picks? Well, Sabaya and K- uh, Caleb, like that mm-hmm. was like in sequence. And I will say, so here's my thoughts on Kelly. Cause I have thoughts. Mm-hmm. I thought okay. Kelly was wallpaper until joel brought her up and then she had an incredible episode i will give you that mm-hmm. and i was like oh she might win and then the next week she went home she mm-hmm. had one phenomenal episode oh the chili yeah. curse yeah yeah so i i i'm somewhere in between you guys on kelly i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> wallpaper well i i'm not i'm not arguing that she wasn't and in the pre-merge she wasn't popping but we were hearing from her a lot you think she was wallpaper she was. I, mean, I literally didn't know who she was until she was. Joel, she was like, getting confessionals uh, and saying strategic stuff, but they, she wasn't popping. Yeah, too bad she didn't. Wall do pe- any wallpaper pops. Sorry, too bad she didn't do any strategic stuff. She had you, one good week. You're being so contrarian and annoying lately. Like literally, just like so annoying. It's <laughs> it like it. it it drives me nuts. I am <laughs> so angry right now. Yeah, you're. And it's, your boy, it's, your boy went home. It's it's not. It's like it's not just he gets pissed off when his favorites go home. He gets pissed off when people he doesn't like goes home because they didn't play hard enough. Like it's just it. it like he like nothing pleases him. I want somebody to play. You like Jake, dude? We just Everyone we just saw a, a terrific move by Emily. Yeah, a great resume building move by Emily. Emily's amazing, man. Huge if night. Everyone gets to the end. I don't see anyone beating Emily. Her story is incredible. Mm-hmm. I, like if they let her go, she's going to win, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Cody, uh, sorry, Chili. Uh, see, I'm going to keep doing that. Chili. Uh, Why? Do you, do we, we do look alike. 
<laughs> it's just I think it's the ending why thing you're both in front of me. It's I'm sorry. I I have ADD. It's it's sometimes tough. Um but uh Chili, um so you're liking the season as a whole. Your favorites are going home. How'd you yeah. like the episode tonight? Uh tonight's episode was so fun. Uh mm-hmm. I mean the the boys girl sequence, we'll get to it, but it feels like something out of 2005 Survivor. Like yeah. it was so weird. Uh hilarious, awkward, everything all at once. Uh-huh. Um yeah. Tonight's episode was a lot of fun. I like I thought there was a lot of fun strategy, like having to split the vote to get the idol out and stuff like that. Um, the first challenge was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second challenge was one of those ones where you're like, there's not much fun about people just holding on to stuff. Uh, so I wish they were swapped because uh, I like when fun cha- immunity challenges are more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the 98 minutes, we're getting stuff that we wouldn't normally get. That was going to uh, be my next question. How do you like 90 minutes? Love it. Uh, I think it's so fun. More Survivor, please. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're just getting stuff we wouldn't normally get. And yeah, there's some weeks where you're like, do we really need to hear this information? Uh, but I don't care. Episode tonight. Sorry? I said poor Katora had a rough episode tonight. A yeah. lot of stuff. For she did tonight. pop, but uh, yeah. She, she Yeah. Um, uh, Chili, I also... Um, uh, I Something came up there. I'm totally blanking on what it was um sorry uh but the 90 minutes um i think and every week i've been saying this but i just do feel i get every single person's perspective on each vote and and this week even more than last week and the week before less people there are the more perspective we get on the votes i i just i do feel like i get a, a a blanket either either um how someone feels about the vote going in or uh a seed planted on how they're going to feel next week totally i i agree 100 percent. And, and like something we complained about in the early 40s a lot was we didn't know sometimes how the vote like we we don't want to know even even late 30s out, but we want to we yeah we want the the breadcrumbs we want to know yeah. at least how we got there otherwise we're going to end up being like pissed off that we can't i know christian was still complaining on uh, our hap this week that he's still a little lost sometimes and if he's lost i don't know i feel like he knows more than many of us but hey don't bring uh, up other podcasts on this podcast chili you're not supposed to you're actually right. not supposed to listen to other podcasts yeah. i do i do that's, feel, that's actually cheating on us i do feel like i listen to you every week i promise okay i do feel a little bit uh a loss. Uh, Here we go. Th- this episode. Could you give him a little bit of rope? Tell lost. him. Tell him Christian Hubicki doesn't like something. He's gonna fucking pull on lost. whatever slack you get. Well, that's we'll a get to the boat up, but I don't think it was a bottom good, five right? season this week. Uh, so what? what a, Sorry, you're saying that Christian Hubicki's season is a top five. And yes, this season is bottom. Of five. Yes, of course. He's saying that this season is bottom five seasons. It's. I mean, if I guess. If the other four at the at below it are all the other ones in the forties, sure, because this one blows every forties season out of the fucking water. <laughs> I don't agree with that. It, it's it's tough. It, I, I will say I'd probably say it's second best, just because uh, the winner last season was one of my all time favorites, and that store like I don't know, you just can't beat the Jam Jam, Jam Carolyn. That those mm-hmm. two are the. Well, Chili, you're breaking up right now, but and I think he's fully frozen now. Um, but uh, you, we we didn't catch any of that, Chili. No, he he said that Jam Jam was his uh, 
is one oh. of his favorite winners. And right. that you can't yeah. beat him and Carolyn is basically. Okay. Okay. Saying. Yes. Okay. So, so you like that season more. I, I understand. Um, uh, I mean, look at this though. I mean, listeners, we're sorry if Chile breaks up at all, but I mean, this is modern technology. We're in Toronto. Chile Chile's has- in LA. This is insane. Chile watched the, the, the East, the, the East coast feed. So that he could podcast with us on the West Coast, and and similar to this season being bottom five, Chile has bottom five Wi-Fi. Oh, give I, him a well, break. I spilled coffee on my computer uh, two days ago, so maybe that's contributing to the fact. Yeah, that that hurt your Wi-Fi. You were working hard on a, a pitch for Steven Spielberg early in the morning with your coffee. I was working. I was working on a sock commercial that I was applying uh, to some writing some skits at a coffee shop, and uh, I flailed my arm. And uh, well, I'm missing a key. You, you do know that socks are supposed to go on your feet, not your hands, right? Uh, what? Yeah, that's why you dropped your coffee. Uh, that Socket, was God. That was God telling you you were making a mistake. The, um, the one part, though, because I did say that I was. Um, the the only perspective that I didn't really hear a lot of was just how the re before felt about Emily's plan, I guess, because I of, think, but, but I think I, I, I can, I can kind of fill in the blanks there. Do, do but I guess I maybe just like one little bit of her saying what she was doing to them because it, for our perspective, it almost feels like they weren't aware mm. Of what it is, well, and, I, and I, I don't know for sure. I, I were, think it right? must have. They must have been aware of something because it was. It was a clear. Uh, it was a four-three-one vote, and uh, I think they they all sort of. I think that the vibe was they knew that Julie was going to get astray from uh, from Bruce, mm-hmm. um, and and I guess it and and I and I think we saw Katura bring up uh, Julie. But we did also see a sort of thing on, on the back end of that uh, kind of sequence there of um, Emily talking to Katora being like, yes, I agree with the, that going forward, we should look at Julie. But right now we're trying to get out Bruce's idol. If you're uh, but yeah, you're, you're right. We did not see them talk about Emily's plan, like saying it was Emily's plan. Maybe she wasn't. She's not trying to sell it as her move quite yet. I mean, it's good to to not have that as a move during the game, waiting for that to be her move at final three. But maybe we'll yeah. see more of that next week, her taking claim to it or her step, stepping back and being like, this was all of us. And then at the end being like, I'm the one that convinced Bruce not to play his idol. Yeah. I, I'm just not um, overly sure on completely what happened there. And that's not me shitting on the edit or anything like that. Mm-hmm. That's just a, a little bit of a hole that I'm not uh, too sure about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they just, I think the main thing was, is that they like in their eyes, they were splitting the votes on Bruce, putting more Mm -hmm. votes on Bruce because they actually wanted Bruce out some strays on, on Jake, but they're thinking Bruce is going to play his idol. Meanwhile, Emily is, is pounding the pavement, convincing Bruce that this Julie thing is a go. And I guess for Jake too, uh, you couldn't really show Jake's perspective or I, we know exactly what. Other than happen, that, right? uh, the Charlie Brown edit. We we heard Charlie Brown uh, for the first time this season. Not the first time of the new era, though. Uh, once again, Jake is showing himself to be the Owen Knight of this season, as I have been saying for weeks. Yeah, yeah, I would agree for that with that for sure. I think you know the most difficult thing is like 
did Emily put herself too out in front this week? Like not only with this, but like having that moment after the challenge, like do you now, are you now seen as like a threat? Like, yeah, her story is really good. If people mm-hmm. catch on to that, like, you know, she's could go home next week, but it doesn't seem like she's been a threat at all, which is just incredible to me. I mean, and she, she pulled off a move tonight. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan and and what a story that would be. I mean, that would, that would be up there as a great winner story if she got yeah. there. Well, I think Emily, uh, right now, Cody's obviously mad that the Reba four is intact. And I think right now the, the, uh, the Reba four being intact is, is good for Emily's game. Um, because eventually they're, they're like, it's final seven. Austin has two idols. Drew has a, a, a thing. They're going to start cannibalizing each other now. Um, so it, it like, they're going to start only, at least one of them is going to make it to final four or whatever. Right. So, uh, they're going to start looking at each other. And Emily is, if, if Emily were to make that move this week, she'd definitely be thought of as a threat. But right now she's just like, Oh, you convinced Bruce not to play his idol. Thank you. We needed that. Now we can look at each other. Right. Um, uh, and I mean, Julie's name coming up a lot this w- tonight. D's name come up a lot in weeks past. Drew's name coming up for the first time this week. Austin winning an a, a, a immunity challenge this week. The, the those four are enemies number one now. I think. I I think that now that Bruce is gone, there's people that can play the fucking game finally. Now that they don't have to worry about Bruce. So you're happy and be obsessed about Bruce. I am. I'm tentatively happy and, and a little bit excited for next week, but I swear to God, if everyone just goes and we get a unanimous vote on Jake next week, I'm going to fucking lose it. You saw how I yelled after this episode went out. Oh my God. So, so what you're looking for is Is something something that you didn't predict. But th- something exciting did happen. He didn't play his idol and he got voted out. They yeah, convinced but him not to vote. That was fun. Who did we say? We said Bruce is going home. So? So Don't you want to be right sometimes? So it's fine. We still got a good episode. They're frog marching. It's, well, you learned that term I, from Jake. <laughs> I learned it from frog Boston Rob. Frog match? Um, frog match. I'm going to dog pile. Let's start at the beginning, shall we, Chili? Shall we? Okay. Just you and Chili? <laughs> Cody, we don't want you on this one, dude. You're too angry. Yeah. I, I you're, am you're irrationally a, mad you're, right now. You're irrational I'm, because you keep contradicting yourself, too. What do you mean? I keep you just talk- contradicted yourself by saying you're tentatively happy and then saying that you were mad that Bruce is out. Which is it, pal? No. Yeah. Which I'm is mad it, that it was predictable. I'm tentatively excited for next week. With the condition that something fucking exciting happens now that they don't have to worry about so Bruce. You, so you, but you convince yourself at the beginning of this episode or the beginning of that tribal council that Bruce going home isn't exciting. You didn't let the the TV it show. You, it was exciting. We weren't sure if he was going to play his idol or not. The we did. Down, I'm being positive right now, and you're trying to say I'm contradicting. But you I'm are trying to help you right you now. I'm trying to get positive. Okay. Usually, this happens Anything like ten minutes into the episode. I feel like like this is happening earlier than no, normal. Was, just, just me being here. He was trying to get it going as, but before the next time on, he was trying to get me going. 
and I'm trying to get you going. I was going. The season's getting me going. I'm not trying to get you going. I'm fucking going over here. But okay, what about? What about? Yeah, yeah. What are you going about? I just want something to happen. You want the, we want to see someone from the re before go. I want to see someone try something. But they did try something. Emily just tried something. I don't know about that, Cody. I feel like they've been trying something. Like we, we, and we've been seeing Jake try stuff, but he's getting no footing. And, and which is very entertaining. I love that Jake keeps accidentally getting through. It's very fun. It's been a great. We had the fucking uh, auction come back, and it was really fun. You know, yeah. did it need tweaks? Yeah, but was it still really fun? It was. I'm. You know what? auction sure the edits have been good the edits have been trying to make something happen because they know they have a boring season they don't have a boring season and they're doing things they're going above and beyond to excite us it's not it i think it's one of the more exciting seasons above and beyond it's it's, i i think we get the best edits of all time it's yeah exactly at season at at final seven anybody can win it because we we have known everybody we know everyone yeah honestly i I think there's a lot of stories there's yeah, a lot of stories correct. to be told, and I'm like, I, I, that's why it's exciting for me. Whoever whoever gains footing next week or the week after, I mean, a- Emily just set herself up, self up pretty well. I think. I, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you uh, care about everyone, everything like that. I am glad, Joel, that you are having a good season. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit about any of these people. Okay, definitely. let's go through it. Let's go through it. <laughs> Mama J, did you not think it was interesting? Uh, the stuff she was talking boring. about. Boring. I don't give a shit. You don't think you don't think that it, that it, that's an interesting dynamic on Survivor? Somebody who puts themselves out as a like she's the mother, she's Mama J, and like you don't think that's interesting that she has like moral dilemmas. People are getting more pissed off at her because she's the she's the mom. Everybody sees her as the mom, and you don't you don't think that's an interesting dilemma on Survivor. People have felt guilty about lying before, and then they go home. It's just that there. This is an untested alliance, basically. No one's up against them. I don't know if any of them are really good players or could play their way out of anything. That's the thing. I don't think that. Mama Jay's that interesting. The motherly figure we've seen on before. But, but someone yeah. that doesn't like lying, we've seen. Yes, she's getting upset about it. I don't give a shit. Co- uh, Chili, what do you think about the Mama Jay? I think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Mom, Mama Jay, like getting caught being the mother figure. Um, and then, you know. like, voting people out is like goes against that. And her expressing that, being aware of that, is very interesting. 100%. We've seen it so many times. Like, uh, we, you know, wh- whether it be Dawn or whoever, like gets to the end and it's like, you backstab me. You're supposed to be a caring person. It's actually really hard for her character to win. It, it like, yeah. it's unfortunate. Um, cause it's like anything that's seen as conniving, like it's harder, obviously it's hard for women in general, but the older women, the mother, that's like, a you don't backstab or else you basically are in this position where she's going to have a really tough time winning in that final three. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to, everything is going to be compared. Like I was be like, Oh, you said you cared for me. And now you're going against everything you stand up for. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting her being self-aware of that this early and expressing that in front of the jury, in front of everyone at, at tribal council. I think that jury is a, pandering. Yeah. 
is that pisses you off or are you just saying that <laughs> it does i mean a lot pisses me off right now but the funny thing is i can see cody's face uh and like joel can't see cody's face and he says something and just like kind of snickers just because he knows that it's going to get joel's goat that's well oh, you that's... I, you're right usually i can't see him when he's doing this but i actually can because in the zoom we we have oh, both, right. we have both cells up so i he thinks that i can't see his face but it's like he covers yeah. his mouth like this yeah you think that i'm uh doing something crazy <laughs> over here but it's like a, a, a pitching coach going to the mound but <laughs> we can you could just see the camera of your lips moving and uh, Cody, uh, you don't think that Jake is interesting? I think that Jake is entertaining. I do think that Jake's entertaining. I mean, at this point, I don't understand, I guess, and I know that they couldn't show us that or we would know what's going on. We would know how that vote's going to go for sure mm-hmm. going into that tribal council, but I don't understand how he came to the conclusion, I Emily, guess. Emily, I think. Of Emily being like, hey, if you don't vote Bruce, then you're probably going home or whatever. Because we're planning on Bruce not playing his idol. Well, it seems like a risky move to him. To, I don't know, I guess he doesn't have an option, though. So, I don't know. I think that Jake has a lot of frustration about how he can't play and how he can't get a footing. And, and that's uh, cool. It's yeah. pretty entertaining. It's yeah. pretty entertaining, and it's also, compared to the Owen edit, I don't think Owen was expressing that with everyone else like Jake is expressing right now. Like him, like uh, Jake's saying at Tribal Council that he feels dumb because he can't get his footing because things keep happening without him. Uh, I honestly identified, and, it, and Kelly even said from the jury box that it was like uh, breaking her heart to hear him say that. And we didn't, I don't think... Owen was able to make himself that sympathetic figure. He wasn't no. able to set himself up for an underdog story like Jake was. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that there's a little bit more redeeming qualities, but he's the decoy vote every week because mm-hmm. no one really wants to get him out. He's not that bad. There's a couple people campaigning hard, but the smart players are pushing that hard on him because you have a pretty good shot against winning against him at this point, right? Obviously he can flip it, but he's not the guy that you should really be fearful of at all. So let's just keep throwing his name out and what's he going to do about it. Right. And he's just getting frustrated because he knows he's that decoy vote and watching that struggle every week is, I don't know. I'm finding it pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, and Cody, do you, what do you, <laughs> anything to say? I had nothing to add to that. I mean, that I find that Jake's entertaining. Um, I feel his frustration. I feel his frustration live within myself. But but is that not uh, an interesting feeling? Because like, if you were there, would you able be able to find your footing? Like like Jake hasn't. Like like what would you, like? You know, I would I'm be interested. pretty frustrated with my uh, tribe that I went in there with. How uh, they could never get it together. I think so I, I, think I honestly think about your fantasy. I'm thinking the the bellow blow up is also fascinating to me. Very funny, and the fact that they're still not working together is fascinating. We got a glimmer of hope of it at the start. I think that's the thing is that it gave me a glimmer of hope that Katura was going to work with Bruce, that Emily was coming to both of them at the same time. We got a little glimpse that something could happen. Okay. And um, then they ripped it all away from me. All right. Going through the final seven, just to see uh, what uh, Cody thinks about them. Drew. Drew, nerd, get out of here. 
my god. You don't you don't think that that interaction with him and Jake was interesting? I think that it was I don't know. I was kind of just done with it anyway. I But that was something happening. What do you mean you were just done with it? That it, was something that was something interesting happening on the show great, and you were just it, done with it? It was too I will also I'm going to put him on blast. He was on his phone for most of this episode. Go ahead. I'm checked out, yeah. But you but you can't come here and explain that nothing's interesting happened if you're not even paying attention. If you're I was out. paying attention to it, I saw the uh, the departed. You're a goon, whatever. You're a mobster. Isn't Adam. that interesting? That like they just had this boys' night and then they uh, blow up at each other because uh, they're putting each other's names on. The, oh, yeah. And I mean, it, it was another thing that kind of frustrated me because we see this perspective of Drew where his name is put out there. And he completely folds, falls apart. What do you mean? Well, he folded. He fell apart. How did he fold and fall apart? Because he's already calling out the person that um, said his name. And that's he's cool. Po- Why isn't that interesting? I mean, it's bad game. Is it? I think so. Okay. How? He Jake's on the bottom. So what? That's how you get your cell phone the bottom. You shouldn't care about one person on the bottom putting out your name. Instead, you're calling them out. So, so, it, and bad, it's bad so for bad, Jake then going on the jury. So bad gameplay is uninteresting to you? When everybody's doing it, yes. When everybody is doing it, yes. So what about Emily? Emily's the only good one. I've said it over and over again. Emily's, Emily's the, the only, only good one on the. On, I think Drew is actually playing quite well right now. D is playing a good game. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Drew right now? Uh, Drew's so entertaining. Yeah. He's just like, he's a goofball. Like, he's he's kind of cocky, but also kind of likable. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of his process where he's like working through stuff. Like, we he tells us the, like, well, oh, I'm going to talk to them about like, uh, this and he like he talks us through his whole process. That scene with him and Jake was so funny. I don't know, just like you think you're a fucking goon, like yeah, they don't say fucking on Survivor, but just like yeah, yeah, the departed, the mobster. That's classic, man. That's that's great TV right yeah. there. The two of them like coming at each other is great. And uh, yeah, I think that to bring up Christian Hubicki, who was uh, we brought up earlier, he. Uh, True to compare him a bit, and obviously he's not of a slam dunk of a a uh, character as a Christian, but he does have that analytical mind that Christian has. But he does have sort of like a spoonful of mobster in there, a spoonful of like I want to be on top, I want to call the shots, I want to call people out type deal that that uh, Christian didn't. That is like a bit more like he's he's younger, so he's got that sort of more frat boy energy to him. Yeah, and it will probably come back to bite him. I don't think he's making the final three. I think his mm-hmm. his he he's way too clear of a threat that he will get out before the end. And he's not really in a uh, he hasn't won any immunities, right? No. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I th- I think that he's probably if, unless he wins one, he's probably going to go home either next week or I could see him going like first in the finale. Huge narrator vibes too. totally he's 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 talking us through a lot of stuff i like i have in my notes the 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 time back from council from last week like the first scene of the episode was pretty quick of drew narrating what was happening bruce's idols needs to go he's the one that first brought up that jake is a charlie brown um all that stuff okay i just i do want to those those are the three big interesting people to me right now julie um uh, Emily. Oh, 
Uh, did we talk about Emily? Emily is an interesting character. We talked about yeah. We I already uh, we talked about Drew flowers. Drew, Julie, and um, who is Jake? It? Jake. Okay, so what about? I think I think having D a ticking time bomb in there is also an, an interesting element to this. We've seen D be been like. As soon as she hears her name, she like that is just like the worst thing you can do. We've seen her uh, play fast with the when she was on a tribe with Jay Maya and Sifu. We know what she's like. I think it's interesting having her there. What do you think about D? Yeah, I mean, we haven't gotten much uh, different with her or like new in quite a while. So, um, she hasn't been a big part of these like last three episodes, I would say. And I think that the, but, but I, what, the the, what I'm of, saying is like, isn't it interesting having that ticking time bomb there? Uh, yeah. I, I think mean, she was also a big, big reason why Kendra went home last week. I, she was a big reason why Kendra, she got her way. And it, it, the thing that is interesting about it is that that's a person that typically, if they were showing those traits would go home very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're watching that person linger on. Mm-hmm. So that's different. I think that that's kind of the story with Reba right now is it's a lot of people that we typically wouldn't see last this long, but because they're the only ones that can stick together. I, mm-hmm. I really like the, as a, like strategist more than, Julie, but I've seen a couple times where D, like two weeks ago, I think it was, where like D wanted her way and she was just like, this is the way it's going. And I was like, that is could potentially hurt her down the line. Where I thought we start? saw that in the pre merge with like Jay wanting to take out Jay Maya immediately after Jay Maya helping her. We saw or- that, but we saw, that, I think what Cody, what Chili is talking about is last week with, with the, the conversation between Julia yeah. and her about Kendra and Jake. And yeah, I, I know. I'm saying that we oh. saw that already in the pre-merge with her too, though. Like this is, yeah. that wasn't the first time we saw it, but it's interesting. It, it, a couple it, times. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's interesting happening this, uh, this late in the game with her and her closest ally. No, like the, the them having these big disagreements. Cause it's, Maybe foreshadowing plant seeds for future things to happen, them disagreeing or on is stuff. It a ploy like the Jam Jam Carolyn situation. Like I feel like that fuck like that messed with me so bad because it seemed like they were on the outs so often and then to learn afterwards that it was all an act. I mm-hmm. now am like so hyper to be like, are they actually at each other's throats? Like, mm-hmm. is it a Ricard Chance situation where they're actually at each other's throats? Or mm-hmm. is it a Jam Jam Carolyn where it's like this is basically all for show as we learned afterwards all the all the like butting heads mm-hmm. but it, it it seemed like yeah i don't know it's it's tough to tell and quickly i mean i feel like austin is maybe the lowest of interesting right now he's a, he's an interesting player to have in the game two idols and an immunity threat and i think katora is also a fun character to have around as well what do you think about those two cody yeah, I mean, Austin has things. I, I I think I'm just missing the passion that I had uh, for all of the people last season. And I just don't have the connection or passion towards these people. I, and I think Katora, I mean, Katora is a lost cause to me. I would be surprised if I could come back 
around on Keturah at this point. Why? What's why don't you like Keturah? I, I think just the obsession with Bruce and war on me. I think it was fun at first, and then got ran into the ground and just went just on too you long. Love Bruce. Just you love because Bruce. I, I I love Bruce. I hate seeing Bruce. I said last week the one thing I'm holding on to is how long can Bruce possibly survive, and the answer was the next week. <laughs> so what I just want to want to vibe with you about, we just yeah. had a conversation about all the dynamics going on in the game, just with talking about the seven players. I'm thinking that this is a you issue. <laughs> we know that. Joel, we know that. He no, I, but I, I just kind of want him to maybe but, ruminate with that. What do you mean that this is a you issue that I don't personally like it? That it's not, that doesn't mean it's a bad season. I said that. I said that I'm happy that you're enjoying it. You just it every season. This is why you guys are nominated for a Canadian Podcasting Award. It's this. It's this. It's like the Don Cherry, Ron McLean type of thing. Last season, you got pretty checked <laughs> out. Okay, buddy. But I, I still gave. I still gave it. I didn't say I was going to give up all the time. I, I was. I, I would. Th- well, that part's a bit of a bit. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is what I'm. I'm. I'm trying to get out of him. For him to admit these things, okay? But that's but, an over-exaggeration. But, but, but you talking about how it's not good TV, how it's not interesting, how you hate it. Well, I don't think it's very you, interesting. You don't have faith in it going forward. But we just had a long... We we talk for an hour and a half every week about it. How is it not interesting? Yeah, I we have to. We and, have to. And you like it. Chili likes it. That's great. Okay. The only thing interesting about uh, Austin's character is his relationship with D. Oh, yeah. that I That's definitely... We're shipping it. I mean, uh, I we've seen enough of it, though. Either that's I don't, I don't think that I don't, really lack. They're not showing us that. We are here. We heard about it a little bit last week, but we really haven't seen. Well, maybe it's not actually a thing. It might not actually. We know be a they're thing. close. Or maybe it is, and they just don't like. There's more important things to focus on, like strategy and stuff like that. I guess we have had less boys' night. Yeah, we had to focus on boys' night. How could we possibly focus on a relationship? I mean, I'll say I'm I'm a little jealous of Austin. I'll say that much. Uh, you're a foot guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only because of the feet, though. I have no other no other feelings towards her. The rest of her. I think many people online, it seems, are jealous of D. Yeah, he's a good looking man as well. I will uh, I will suffice that you know, mm-hmm. and then you know this is this isn't creepy in in the words of Joel. This isn't creepy. Uh, mm. You know, I think he's a good looking man. Lots of good looking people on this season. Truly, truly. Um, a season full of hotties in a good way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> our, that's our first Sonar merch is not in a creepy way. <laughs> not uh, in a creepy way. <laughs> I don't think I like that. <laughs> Joel likes it's the, the little boot underneath. <laughs> Sorry, Joe's in love with cat. Joe's in love with castaways that are gay, so they're not going to be interested in him. It's true, and and I'm taken, so it's not a big deal. Um, Okay, so let's talk about. um, uh, Let's go through the beginning of the episode. We talked about what happened at the beginning. There, we see uh, Julie didn't get a lot of sleep. We've already chatted about why she gets a neck rub from Austin. And J- Drew and Julie have a little <laughs> not in a creepy way. None. Yeah, not in a creepy way. I do. I had a neck rub recently. I was on a little bit of mushrooms at a party. Who gave it to you? This guy called Your Malik. Girlfriend? Malik Alasso. Oh, oh, oh he wow! Got, he was he, on the Conan's podcast. He was. Yeah, 
Like Conan O'Brien needs a friend? Yeah, I'm 90% sure that Malik, yeah. Really? Yeah, wow. Sam Burns posted it. I've never met Malik, but I know him because I know he's in Canada, like he's well, in Toronto. That's pretty cool. One of Conan's guests got you high and then rubbed okay, he your didn't, neck. He didn't get me high. Someone else did. But uh, he did give me a neck massage. And I was on like the perfect time. Did you ask time. him for a neck massage? No, I just said I'm tense. And then he just went for it. Yeah, he it was like, just, I've been waiting. Oh, my this God. Guy, right? Uh, you can't really see that. No, I can't see shit. <laughs> it looks like you're showing us a picture of a ghost caught on camera. And Chili just held up a picture on his phone. Yeah, that's that's Malik. Yeah. It's yeah, like- yeah. He was on Conan Needs a... Or not Conan. Uh, Pete Holmes. Sorry. Oh, yeah. my God. That's a huge difference. Who gives a shit about Pete Holmes? Well, Conan, you hey, still... Hey, good for you, Malik. If you're not listening, but good for you for being on Pete Holmes' podcast. Because yeah. it is big. Yeah, Conan has a podcast called Conan Needs a Friend. Pete Holm genuinely needs friends. You made it weird. You made it weird. Can I find me, yeah. baby? You made, you made it weird. weird. Joel and I have I now got weird. together. <laughs> I'm going to give I'll, you a neck massage. But I'll anyway, no, no. <laughs> the neck massage I got from Malik was, it was very good. It was good. Yeah. And it, it was, it felt perfect. I could use one right now, maybe from Austin. I'm jealous, I'm jealous uh, man. My neck barks every few weeks. Yeah. Could you, uh, Chili, as our intern here, could you message Malik, DM him, and ask if he can neck massage Joel? He doesn't know me. He knows if he Joel. has any openings here for please, tonight. Please don't message him that. That would be very strange. <laughs> I, first conversation I have with him is, uh, my legs have been dry. <laughs> I actually have acid reflux. I heard that you can people can massage that out of you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, by the way, if people don't know, I'm coding uh, Joel's wonderful new com- comedy album. Uh, Chili, that was a very nice thing that you did, but you cut out saying that, and so I need you to say it again. It almost felt intentional. That he did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I don't know what he is. Uh, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> we just heard him laugh. Uh, all right. Well, let's, uh, I guess we'll move on and then we'll, okay. He's back. Chili, say again what you were saying. I was just quoting, uh, Joel's wonderful new comedy album. I'm the greatest, which I guess zoom doesn't want me to promote. That's why I froze, but, uh, you can (laughs) find it on all platforms. It's very funny. It's musical. Uh, it's, it's got everything you love about Joel and more. Oh, thank you, Chili. Thanks for listening. I didn't know you listened. That nice of, that's nice of you. I always listen to my friends' albums. Are you kidding me? I love them. That's super nice of you. I, you know, even though I hate this season of Survivor, I love Joel's comedy album. Oh, there thanks, guys. Thank you. We can agree Christmas on that. Is, <laughs> Christmas is coming up. Uh, so get an iTunes uh, subscription or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can listen to I'm the Greatest. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank Spotify you. Spotify Unwrapped. My Spotify and rap came out today. It was just Joel's album. One, I love two, that. Five. You just listen to it over and over again. To, over to, and to, over. to get it under the wire before rap comes out, too. You only had a month. There you go. There you go. Merch um, boot and Joel's album. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, Drew and Julie crying on the beach. And I, what I thought was interesting about this is they're saying it, 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 it reminded me of the conversations that Shan and uh, Ricard were having um, uh, close to when they voted each other out. It was like, things are going to get hairy, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to start basically saying we're going to start turning on each other. And Drew saying, 
I feel so close with with you guys here. I there's there's no personal ill will. Like I I'll love you forever, basically. Does mm. that that's what they're saying to each other? Mm. Which I thought yeah. was was interesting. I, I I don't know. I felt it was a little forced by Drew. I thought maybe he was trying to like get to Julie's level of being. You think like, he was oh. fake crying? I'm emotional and he was like kind of like pushing that out. I don't know if he was fake crying, but I think he was just sort of like he wanted I don't know. It seemed like a little bit like he wanted to get to her level of being I agree. Like, I'm as emotionally invested. <laughs> yeah, you why, do, eh? Why do you agree? Because that's how I felt too. I'm not a contrarian. <laughs> I agree with Chile. Okay, well, you're agreeing with one of us. You that well, usually I, I, uh, I still think it's an interesting conversation to have. Yeah. On final eight, he, no? he pinched those tears out. What about when he was crying about the letters from home? Well, yeah, he was genuine about that. I I don't know who he was hoping for a letter from his mom. Someone so? he'd cut off. He'd cut off communication from. <laughs> Let's not joke about that. That that was rough. I will say that was really rough. Uh, and I'm not sure why they did that to her. I think that was really frustrating. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of messed up. What? I I actually did think that was kind of messed up that they would. Uh, let that letter like slip in. They obviously did it for TV. What? what, what for well, Katura's mom getting a letter in. I thought, oh, 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 it was messed up that Survivor had. Yeah. Thought, um, maybe they kn- they didn't know the story. I don't know. I don't know. I, I It felt like they knew. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, you might be right, Joel, but, uh, but I also feel like they probably would have like she probably would have disclosed that information or something before or mm-hmm. i don't know it, it was a weird situation and maybe they their intention was you know this is an opportunity to reunite communication or something like that mm-hmm. um but it felt like kind of forced like family drama for the sake of television a little bit and, 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 and i think it screwed back. with her for that challenge too I, th- I think that that added to her uh, mental health sure. for that challenge. I was thinking about that, that maybe those two things were connected. She's in this raw emotional state already going into the challenge from the, from reading the, the letter literally the night before. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that I would assume that it would ask you who you want letters from, right? Like they wouldn't just reach out randomly based off your name. Maybe they put it in the family sand. Maybe it was the family that that arranged it. I don't know. Either way, I I mean I I uh, I didn't like that. Okay, I didn't like that, and I'm I'm not making accusations, but I'm suspicious. And I felt I felt like it did genuinely affect Katura's game. What and are you accusing, Jeff? what? Please. He's not accusing. He's not accusing. I'm not yeah, making. Jeff with the letter in the. Uh... The Survivor Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. If Jeff uh, is trigger happy with a lawsuit, he's coming for you now, Chili. <laughs> I'd be happy. Um, uh, but well, you know that's that's an interesting thing. But and uh, I I I think yeah. I mean, when something that personal gets into your head during this game, like I think the letters from home is the, and the family visit always really changes people's perspective on stuff. Uh, like real life coming into the game, realizing who you're playing for, what your life is like when this game is done. Like it, it grounds people. Um, uh, so yeah, ma- like obviously something like that's going to affect you. I, I, I can't see how like uh, the anxiety around getting a letter from her mom quite 
comes in with anxiety around water. They and maybe maybe they are too like it's a traumatic situation with her mom, whatever it was. I, I don't I, I don't want to play armchair her, psychologist. I think that but. it just put her in a bad mental state. And at that point, anything like even the smallest of things can like hurt you or affect your emotions, right? Yeah. You know, it just puts you in a vulnerable state that could get lifted by anything. Yeah. And this is this is one of the things of being a survivor podcast like I mean, even being being somebody who watches the show, talks about the show, it's weird for me when personal stuff like that gets put on a show. It feels like it's almost none of my business, and here I am. We end up needing to talk about it because it's something that happened in the episode. It's something that we have something to say about it. But it's always like thinking thinking about it from her perspective, from her mom's perspective, like how many Survivor podcasts are talking about Keturah and her mom's relationship right now? Um, uh, <laughs> just think about how triggering Joel, it would be for you that if you were on the show and the letters you got were all from me. Yeah, that would, that would really affect me <laughs> if that's the only people that wrote me letters was, I Cody. think it was, it was either Dalton Ross or Mike Bloom, but Mike Bloom, I think, uh, were, were tweeted something like, it's unfortunate now that she's going to be put in this category of like, you know, uh, uncomfortable family interactions on television and stuff like that's just too bad that that's you know where she's gonna fall and she's been a really interesting player and i've enjoyed watching her and i'm looking forward to still watching her it's just unfortunate that that had to come up this episode Mm -hmm. yeah i'm that is definitely uh not the type of like stuff we see on survivor like um or not it's just it's just not the like the uplifting sort of stuff like we saw from the other three people getting their letters like that's that's like dark personal stuff you know like that's similar to Springer stuff. yeah uh that reminds me more of like a big brother thing that kind of yeah. stuff happens on big brother more i i think so like they do like long lost brother or like they did long lost siblings that didn't know they were related and mm-hmm. so like that's that. why i don't watch it's like that's one of the reasons i love survivor is because they don't feel like they try to dip into too much drama that the people don't feel comfortable sharing every um, time every time real life stuff comes into the game like stuff that is actually upsetting it always i mean and this was like a a two minute part of the episode so i don't think it puts an asterisk on the season but the Island of the Idols stuff, the Game Changers stuff. Looking back on some of the stuff that happened in early seasons, obviously it wasn't as big deal, but to me, there are asterisks on some seasons where like racism is involved, uh, sexual stuff is involved, anything like that, homophobia, like that. Yeah, all stars, <laughs> even 41 with the whole like who's getting voted out and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that w- I mean, th- yeah, ultimately that was ended up being a kind of unfortunate thing that happened and it could have been a more triumphant thing that happened but that at least was a bit more interesting there was a bit more gameplay but they got a bit more bitter about it because of the personal stuff um but even just looking at like survivor africa africa with frank i sometimes think about that as a a tough watch for me in those seasons Uh, what what was the thing like jonathan even two years ago jonathan like showing some dark colors and that was like super uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. I, and I don't, I don't think the Keturah stuff today does rank much. No. I don't think we're going to, I don't think that that's, we're going to remember about what we're going to remember about Keturah. I think there's no, much so more short. interesting stuff. 
And hopefully, yeah. We'll I mean, remember we'll Bruce. Like we'll remember movie. Bruce and Katora. That is what we're going to remember. That, that is true. That that I that, I looked many, at, many people are just remembered for their rivalries. Usually, it just doesn't last this long. Yeah, yeah. I looked at uh, Katora's uh, Twitter. No, no comment on um, on this episode has happened yet or anything. Uh, she she has been vocal online though. Yeah, so we haven't heard anything quite yet. Let's talk about the uh, the. <laughs> The big lie that Bruce was trying to sell that uh, totally fell flat on its fucking face. Uh, he, he first tells Katura, Kelly got voted out with my idol. And then immediately uh, like goes back on it and tells her it was a lie and says, did you believe the lie? <laughs> I'm practicing my acting. So he yeah. practices his acting with Katura, goes and practices it with Jake. And goes and puts it into practice, does it, works with Jake, but Katora blows it up anyway. Yeah, I think that that made Katora not trust Bruce again and remind her why. Yeah. She didn't like Bruce. And <laughs> if you're going to do the lie, like go full force with it, Bruce. Like actually do it. Don't like, don't tell Katora of all people that you're going to lie about it. The person that you haven't got along with all game. Yeah. It, I mean, it did come right after them, like saying like, Oh, like they're going to, we're going to actually work together. Look at us. I'm so good to be back together with you. And then I remember like watching that being like, Oh, so they're actually working together. We just heard Emily say, and trying to get things going with the Bellow people, but it's so hard to for them to get to get them to work together. All of them are at each other's throats. It seems Bruce is the most critical of like Jake sometimes. Um, uh, and then he goes and tells Cat about his fucking uh, uh, lie that he's going to tell, and mm-hmm. it, it, it and it was working with Jake. That's the that's the most disappointing part. It was working during the boys' trip, and then Katura tells all the girls on the on the girls' trip. And it just blows up in his fucking face. It's- Why does he think that he's close enough with Katora that he should admit that lie? He like- just wants to be close to somebody. That's the sad tale of Bruce. Is he keeps Bruce on is- thinking he's Bruce close with awful. somebody. And then I, he finds out him. that the people are just using him over and over again. He could have It's sad. Bruce it, is the gabler of this season. Bruce, it, Bruce is not the strategist that Gabler was. Yeah, he does not have the Alla Gabler vibes. Yeah, but I'm if not. Bruce had won, I, I would have been a Gabler thing. To oh, me. for I sure. I love watching Bruce, but he is not good at Survivor. And like, he's interesting like- though. He's better. He's better than most people. He, there's some aspects of him sure. that gives him a bit more of an advantage. I think his paranoia and uh, his willing to play. Like, uh, I, I think they realize that the way to get Bruce blindsided is to give him something to play like a big move to do. I think that was Emily's a good thing of Emily because they tried to, they were going to maybe blindside him earlier and he knew right off the bat, something was coming together and comp beast as well. Almost won this challenge again. Yeah. Very close. So that would have been interesting too. Um, uh, but it is, it is interesting too, that this lie that he tells the fucking, um, Jake comes back to bite him in the end. Maybe Jake would have actually worked with him on the Julie thing had he not lied to him. Yeah, it was, a, it was just oh, Bruce, you're just a terrible play all around. The that lie was yeah. the, it was very interesting to watch, and I was wondering what would come come of it. And it's almost more entertaining that it totally fizzled out and meant nothing in the end. The one thing that I will stand by is that 
a part of me doesn't want to fully, fully insult Kendra, Kelly, Jake, Katura, because Bruce could have just screwed all of their games. And I understand that that is a very large possibility i think i think him being like we saw the celebrations when he left from the jury and the tribe he was enemy number one he was the guy to get out so why would you want him out that's my question why would you even want him gone he can't do anything no one actually wants to work with him. I think, but I no think one's going to vote for him. The jury hates him. He's like, but he's like Abby Maria in that he's like, he's a liability. I think he's he just, he's hard to get to the end with because he doesn't work with you. I he's think he's doing his own thing to his own devices. Just if you didn't give him any strategy, didn't tell him where to go, he would just wander along, build your camp. Mm-hmm. I can see nothing. the argument for both, but like also. I mean, he does have some notoriety and you take him to the end. I mean, you know, he could win. He'll probably end up like a coach in a final three, but, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I uh, think he's a harder player to play with, though. I think he's hard to play with. I don't I don't think it's easy for him to to, to like not do anything. I don't think they, they say to him, Bruce, just go get firewood and we'll do the strategy. I don't think he's that type of player. He's right. not. He's not like Joe from Korong. Like he's not Officer Joe, you know? Right. Well, what uh, what happened next year? Um I so Kat doesn't believe the the Oh uh, yeah, I, we just thought it was interesting Bruce trusting Katura over Jake. <laughs> okay, we get to the the reward challenge. The reward this week last last week was chicken. This week it's Thanksgiving dinner. Turkey dinner, mashed potatoes and gravy. Apple pie, beer, wine, sangria, pop. Or they say soda, I guess. Um, or did he say pop? I don't know. What do Kansas people say? Soft drinks. I think he said soft, soft drinks. Soft drinks. Um, but then we but we see a little extra more than he said, because last week he didn't say he he didn't say all the fixings, but last week he said just chicken. But there was stuff that he didn't say. I saw peas and I saw yams on that plate. Holy fuck, Jeff's a scumbag and a scoundrel. No, I just he think it's a, a fun weird... little surprise. I would be like, holy shit, peas? He took a weird <laughs> no pause. One, no, one, no one would see turkey, potatoes, and gravy and go, holy fuck, there's peas too, Jeff? You spoil me. I would be, I, I mean, I was thinking like, I, I, I want a little green in there. I'm here in Thanksgiving dinner, turkey stuffing. I would love a little broccoli, maybe Very some nice Brussels good. sprouts, peas. Fuck yeah. Especially if, if the people that were at the chicken reward last week going there, no fixins. Like, okay, so I guess yeah, it's just chicken. But this week, the peas, I would that would throw me over the top. Did he, he say sing? Go he go loves ahead. Some broccoli, Brad Reese style, eh? Oh, I love broccoli. Love broccoli. <laughs> the little hair, his hair was reminding him of broccoli. So um, I like what was, you said about broccoli. This was the girls' <laughs> night, anyway. Um, and the big thing with the girls' night, we talked about the letters already. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But this was the moment of the episode where it then became clear. Okay. This plan that Emily's saying isn't coming together where it's, it's Bruce or Jake tonight. This is where it really became clear for that. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was kind of the main strategy talk. So we're done talking about the food. eh? I, what do you want to talk about the food more? I love a long pause after the, the, 
sleep overnight. And yeah. then there was like a long pause. It's like, is he going to say more? Yeah. And then he was like, is it worth playing for? And they're like, yeah, obviously, dude. Well, <laughs> he said blankets, pillows. And then Austin and Jake are like jaws dropped. Is that worth playing for? They're like, yeah. It, it did sound like he was going to say more. Yeah, yeah. Blankets, pillows, sleeping bags. Sleeping bags. Memory. We brought your memory foam pillows from your home. It's got your, the shape of your head in them. All the bed fixings. <laughs> Melatonin so that you can sleep. We, we have those uh, squishmallow things. <laughs> we brought in a bunch of squish. We got your, you got your Funko Pop collection. Oh, <laughs> wow. Fuck. Cody, you would be in heaven, dude. Yeah. What, what would you shit. rather a letter home from? Uh, your sisters or uh, your Funko Pop collection? <laughs> a letter from my Funko Pop collection? I, I think them. They've, they've seen me more than my sisters as of late. Okay. What about uh, <laughs> me or Kevin Smith? I would rather a letter from Kevin Smith. <laughs> Imagine you get your letters from home and it's Kevin Smith, James McAvoy. Uh, <laughs> it's all my celebrities. Art, Art the Clown from Terrifier. <laughs> It's all the celebrities have met over the years. I would love I it to say, be. Go ahead, Chili. I will say I think this is a terrible challenge to win. I would not want to win this challenge. Well, they didn't know it was going to be the Letters from Home challenge. That was that was told after the fact. Emily was actually the perfect person to win it. It was the only person that it really wouldn't have turned on. If yeah. like if Drew won it, and, and I guess he had to choose then he would have chose his Reba and left Emily out or would have had to leave one of them out. Mm-hmm. That would have been really bad. Austin would have shown his hand. Uh, it's uh, just an easy go girls night. That would like, that's the best thing she could have. Yeah. Done. Emily, Emily played it well. It was done well. Um, and then we got boys night because of it. We oh, mentioned it already. The incredible. song from Top Gun. Drew's flexing. We're farting. We're belching. The, yeah, have, the, when the guitar music hits, I was like, "Holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life." I, have they ever done that before? Have they ever used like a licensed song on Survivor? I don't think so. I don't remember. Not Maybe that I recall. If they did, it was in the early years. Yeah, I I don't think they have. Mm-hmm. And this was the best edit that we've ever seen on Survivor. I think it was it was yeah. one of my favorite montages i think it was like a a, a a instant classic moment and it's up against uh earlier on in the episode when they're talking about jake and he's behind a tree looking sad poor jake jake's having a rough go i feel for him but but, but- i love i love they're like we're talking about action movies we're talking about bake and <laughs> it's like and Austin's, locker room talk. Austin's just talking about how bacon's actually not that good. And they're like, we could never talk about that with women. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like think? They, what? they put the editors were just like, let's just put everything they're doing. Like at one point in the song, there's like scrubbing pots. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. And there's like a fist bump in there. That's clearly from a strategic conversation. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but I, uh, I, 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 my ears perked up. They said we were talking about action movies. What action movies were they talking about? What do you think? Top Gun, maybe. Top Gun, probably. Something with Swartz. Swartz and Eggers. Bruce likes U.S. Marshals. Do you think Bruce is a U.S. Marshals guy? I think Bruce likes <laughs> U.S. Marshals. He's not a, he, what does he feel about The Fugitive? Yeah. <laughs> probably that one's a little too... Uh, too self-serious. Yeah, That's the oscar one. They really let loose on U.S. Marshals. Yeah. yeah. Bruce probably kept yelling at them, you can't handle the truth. He likes that, too. A few good men. That's not an action movie. Bruce <laughs> thinks it is. That's too much action for Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
action-packed court scene. He's like, do you get that one, Jake? You're a lawyer. I would be disappointed. I would hope maybe, you know, they're probably like, oh, man, I hate that I'm missing John Wick 4. I can't wait to go back to to society so I can catch up with John Wick 4. I hope it's still in the theaters when we get back. I haven't seen it once. I know, Joel, you've seen it like four times, right? I did, yes. Yeah, it's incredible. It's it's the movie. mentioned it on the podcast. It's the movie achievement of the year. All right, what uh, we've talked enough about this boys' night. Well, I just think it's cool that they like they got this song licensed from Top Gun. That's the other big Paramount Plus thing that they uh, like. Every time I see a, an advertisement for Paramount Plus, it's either uh, um, Top Gun or Mission Impossible or uh, Survivor. Yeah, and here we are. Yeah, I I uh, I thought it was cool too. I think it, um, we talked about it a bit off the top too. I I think it was the best. Uh, it's the best edit, maybe of all time. I I, I think right. the editors are uh, killing it this season. And you know, past seasons, I've been really hard on the editors. When I've mm-hmm. loved the season, I've been hard on the editors. Not you. Yeah, me. I know, Mister Positivity, ray of shun- sunshine over here. <laughs> What, what, was the thing in 40 yes, where, what was the thing in 40 you got hung up on when we're like boss and rob's throwing the thing on the tree branch and you talked about it for like five weeks do you remember that <laughs> no i don't remember that honestly i don't remember any survivor past this one i feel like this season's dragging let's move on Shut up you just said it was the best edit of all wait time. did you but did you like the flash forward yeah, I love the flash forward too. I've loved everything the editors have done this season. Honestly, I'm completely on board with the editors. I like I like the longer episodes. There's a lot that I like about it, but there's also just a lot that uh as far as like contestants go, that's where it's lacking for me personally. Right. Right. So you just think that there's not enough good players. Yes, exactly. But anyways, Past this, past my complaints, on okay. to we get back um, uh, to the thing, and the first thing we see is Bruce throwing out G's, D's name. Jake is saying he doesn't want um, uh, um, that to happen, uh, and oh, and and also th- this is this is before the girls come back actually, and then so Jake tells Drew about the the idol lie, Drew immediately tells Austin and, and drew saying Jake is like a puppy dog. He brings me information. This is good. Blah, blah, blah. All this back. Uh, and then we get the letters from home and we've talked enough about the letters from home, Emily and her boyfriend, they, he moved into a uh, house when they were gone. Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up was, uh, Emily's confessional holding a glass of wine. I thought that was fun. Oh yeah. Oh, holding yeah, the same yeah. Talking was, about, uh, getting married. Yeah, yeah, it was it was sangria. Oh yeah, she was talking about how when like she's never been a a wife type, but maybe she is. Blah blah blah. That's cool. Yeah, I, I I don't. It's not like I just I didn't even like picture that's who her boyfriend would be. And I was like, man, I was like really feeling for Emily. I was like, she's a great person, and just like what a good story. I, I'm I'm invested in her now. It looks like a great relationship. Can't Eric, wait for them to Eric. get married. Can't wait for her and Eric to get married. I hope Eric doesn't get butted off. That is name next, next week. That's my prediction. Um, what's uh, what's next here? We're going long. We're not that long. We're pretty long right now, and we're not even like we're not even at final tribal. Chili here. We haven't seen him in so long. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Let's move on. Okay, I'm uh, looking at this fucking guy. <laughs> um, Thank 
<laughs> Emily, Emily is interesting. Like, cause they're, they're saying, okay, it's gotta be Bruce. Bruce is going to, Bruce is staunch. She's going to play his idol. Um, and so Emily he admits to us that she wants uh, Jake's jury vote. So she goes and tells Jake that uh, votes are going on him. If Bruce plays his idol, he's out. Um, and so Jake brings up Drew. Emily is like, I don't know if I want to break that relationship yet, blah, blah, blah. And I, he did say, I don't want to be the backup target. The backup target. 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 Um, so Jake goes up to Drew and says, oh, no, no. Uh, Emily tells Drew he's bringing up your name. And then, or no, he goes and tells, uh, Jake goes and tells Julie that he wants Drew out. And then Julie tells Drew, a bit of broken telephone there, which I thought was interesting that Jake goes up to Julie and gives Drew's name. Yeah, that was uh, misguided. I mean, if you're going to get something together against Drew, it's with the four, like the, but the, the, thing the that four on the bottom. Is that I think that uh, Mama J is, uh, is being nice to everybody for their jury vote and lying to their faces. I think so, that she's not doing it. I don't. I think Emily's doing it for the jury vote. I think Julie is actually a genuine person. Well, we've heard the story of her doing it for people's jury votes or whatever. Emily, Emily did say too that mm-hmm. um, to Bruce as well. Bruce, she's just trying to get your jury vote right now. She's not on your side. Mm-hmm. Um, so it and it seems like. Julie was doing that for Kendra and for I I genuinely think that she's trying to get people's jury votes and sure, I, and I, I think also that her think speech that she is, she is tribal Mama Jay and was, she is a good person and just is like yeah, that. sure but she's lying in the game and that's yeah. why she was upset she feels bad about it yeah so Drew and Jake have this thing he says uh, they have this conversation uh, Jake's mad uh, Drew's mad that Jake said his name he's like so oh so that's you, you don't like having your name thrown out there and he goes uh no i don't and then he's like well that's i'm on the bottom he's like why am i and then drew literally says because you're on the bottom you're not working with anyone and then it comes down to jake being like i think this conversation is done and he goes you mobster and that really he's like why am i the mobster all this oh what if what if i shut you down with that you mobster that's fine (laughs) You can you, do that. This, this was a scene we ended up getting uh, last week as well on the next like, time on. Totally. It, it was. And that makes it worse. No, no, I'm not saying it's worse. We talked about it off the top and everything like that, too. I I, I think that it was uh, like a fun little scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. You, Chili, you mobster. What? This conversation's over? Yeah. That's how it runs? What, you think you missed the big shot to the party? Mm hmm. Okay, so we get the slide, the slide challenge, the departed. He thinks he's the departed. He's Mr. Big Shot. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun scene. I will. I'm looking forward to rewatching that scene. Yeah, me too, man. I, I it was released before too. Uh, I watched it before the episode. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, All Winter Survivor releases uh, like three secret scenes every week. Okay. Um. So we get the slide, and I think we already talked about Katura's panic attack. I felt very sorry for her. Um, but uh, what the fuck was Jeff talking about when he said, this is the type of thing you might play at a carnival for laughs while you're having a scone? He, what You know what? Fucking carnival. That was kind of off his rocker that whole episode. Every, 
everyone was confused by it and not all of Jeff's uh, references and things are going to work. I, I, so, I, I mean, they called, they called him out for you. What carnival have you seen this at? Right. Jeff doesn't. <laughs> but what the fuck was he talking about? Scone. What scone oh. is at a carnival? <laughs> Jeff doesn't get an open mic like we do, you know, to test this. Like material. Yeah. yeah. He was weird. Even him like uh, afterward. Like, get, oh, the tour in the water. Am I frozen again? Yeah. You go ahead. Say say all even that him being like afterwards, like trying to push Katora like in the water. I don't know. I was like, you could just bring the boat and make it less awkward for her. He's like, no pressure. I'm like, just except for the fact that she's on national television or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I felt like that whole challenge. He was in a weird space, like trying too hard. Where it was like, just calm down a little bit. Katora, what can we do for you? Can we get you a scone? Will that make you feel better? Will that make you more confident to swim to the shore if we got you a scone <laughs> from a carnival? I'm sorry. When have I ever been at a carnival and think, oh, we got to go in line to get one of the famous carnival scones? Yeah, that's, a, that's like a coffee shop. Like if I'm at like a poetry show, I'd love a scone. Me, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, or, uh, like, yeah, you at a coffee shop, you're writing a sock commercial. Yeah, exactly. Something to sponge up the coffee on my keyboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Uh, so w- you you mentioned that you didn't love this challenge. It's just kind of not like I, I don't mind like sometimes the endurance challenges sometimes, but like I, I'm a challenge guy. I've always like that's kind of the thing that drives me to survivor. But like endurance challenges, like send there hold this like i don't know i kind of miss like i miss the stackings and stuff like that like that's really interesting like the card the card the house of cards it did feel like we just got an endurance challenge too but um yeah so uh, it does feel a little endurance challenge heavy maybe Mm -hmm. it's what Uh, last week they did uh, they did the obstacle course into an endurance challenge Right. right, which was okay. I mean, I think it was a little bit long uh, overall, uh, and and they didn't necessarily need to have the three levels. But yeah, I don't know. It, it's like what ruined game changers. It's just like we are some endurance. Like this was kind of like nothing. Like I don't know. I don't want to watch people like on a slide. Like this, it's not really much at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Emily goes out first. Do we think she threw it because she did so well in the reward challenge? Absolutely not. I don't know i didn't think of that but i think that's probably a good choice uh, absolutely now try to like just con- continue to keep that threat level low and uh, i think it you know if it was on purpose i think it probably did uh did its job at least but uh cody feels differently so um, well people you know. have admitted to that like players later have admitted to throwing challenges to keep their threat level it's it's not something they put in the edit rather like ever um, they don't want pe- I don't think they want people to know that that is less, less interesting yeah it makes it less interesting like like Tommy Sheehan in his exit press was saying like I was like saying in uh, confessionals that I'm going to go out fourth in this challenge I'm going to go out this time in this challenge like he had a very yeah. um, strategic smart way guy. of keeping his threat level down yeah he's a smart guy not a fun winner but a good winner mm-hmm. yeah he he played well but he was just boring in yeah. a otherwise shitty season that's a shitty season this is not a shitty season that's a shitty season i still think this is a shitty season let's wrap it up we're not wrapping <laughs> we're so long right now we're going so long and we're not even past the challenge i'm okay. losing okay. It. okay 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 we talked about so much off the top we don't need to go back to it okay 
chill. I'm going to lose it. What what do you, what, what do you got to do? Um okay, uh Bruce is going to play his idol, he says. It's, I mean, we talked about how Emily's big plan and everything. Okay, we can just skip to the end if you want. Bruce Bruce doesn't play his idol. And yeah, is that good? We we've talked about everything. Are you that upset? Like we don't have to talk. No, I, we're just we're holding on a lot of stuff. Okay. Well, okay. So what do you want uh, how, what do you want to talk about with the in the pre in the preamble towards tribal council? What like what was interesting to you there? Leading up to it, we just got a lot of the action, and we, we did go over most. I of mean, it. I, I think an interesting thing was seeing a lot of this from Jake's perspective. Like we we see like it coming together the 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 Katura and Emily thing, and then the, like Emily going at at Bruce. Meanwhile, Jake is feeling so out of it, like literally, like he can't get his footing. He tried to get the Drew thing going. He tries to get other things going. And it's like, it's, it's coming to him now. Like, this isn't I, like, I'm not going to lead this vote. There's no way for me to turn this around. I'm just believing people for what they say to me face value. And obviously Emily is the one that kind of orchestrated this. Um, and he believed Emily. And I mean, obviously if Bruce played his idol, he'd be out, but, uh, he would have to put faith into Emily that, uh, uh, that she had convinced Bruce, and I, I, if Bruce is saying to 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 Jake, "I'm voting for Julie. We have numbers for Julie," then it, it like makes sense to him. I could even think, I could even believe that uh, Emily convinced Bruce that like uh, the people on Reba weren't even voting the way that she told them. You know, like uh, like she told like that they she convinced Bruce that oh these guys are going this way, these guys are going this way. So like we the split vote is there. Like I can see that happening there, like uh, her telling them, I mean, we didn't see this, but like blah, blah, blah. And uh, so Bruce is so convinced that not, no, not enough votes are going for him that he doesn't need to play his idol. Yeah. I, I think that we saw like enough of what convinced Bruce uh, yeah. during the episode, like, and he, if he thought was comfortable enough that he would get to save his idol this week and go on the next week, then it just made sense. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's about playing the idol at the right time. Um, so I think he was convinced by Jake, Katura, and Emily just all having his back and wanting to make a change because it is also a well overdue change too that is logical would happen at that point. The and four I think, at the bottom go for it. I think that that context as well is like this feels like the last time that that can happen. So it wouldn't make sense for them not to do it. Um and then they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. Emily also does the thing that we've seen a few times this season. She makes Bruce seem like Julie is his is his idea. Mm-hmm. She she's giving me, and I didn't think I'd say this at the beginning of the season. She's giving me some um, Sarah vibes. Uh, yeah, like, Sarah was really good at like like placing the blame on someone else, making mm-hmm. people feel like you know she like Kim would still give her her fire tokens or whatever. Like she's really good at that. Like. Uh, you you think it was me? Uh, like it was somebody else. I'm your ally, type mm-hmm. of thing. Which, uh, but yeah, I was really impressed by that type of thing where she's been able to throw blame a lot. Yeah, and it's and it's interesting that uh, Emily was able to gain Bruce's trust so much to believe her in this when she was the one throwing his name under the bus in the on at the mat chat at the marooning on the yeah. boat. So who could have predicted that to happen? Huh? Like certainly not I. No. Um, and we get we get uh, at tribal council. Everybody 
saying, oh, yeah, I think an idol is going to be played tonight. I think an idol is going to be played tonight. And then Drew saying, yeah, it's Brucey. Brucey's going to play his idol. And then there's a uh, shift. There's a shift. Yeah, there's a change in energy, blah, blah, blah. He's, he was weird tonight, man. Uh-huh. And uh, we and we we get that thing we talked about with uh, Jake talking about how dumb he feels. I feel so dumb in my life. I really do. I really identified with Jake because uh, I am constantly, and it's something uh, not to like be too personal, but it's something I talk about in therapy. How my default is to be like I'm stupid, I'm dumb. Like any little mistake I get, like and like feeling out of the loop, like that would cause that anxiety so much so i really did identify with with jake and i think it's it's right for him to get that out there it was and, a nice and not moment suffer in silence hmm? it was a nice moment with bruce which one where he was, oh yeah and bruce comforted him too and was like no you passed the bar you're gonna look back at this and see how smart you are and uh jeff had a nice like talk with him as well mm-hmm. during that too yeah he said yeah, he's right people do hit that breaking point it was really nice for bruce you hit to that, him in that moment yeah you hit that survivor wall he said yeah yeah and it's true i, I we see it with 90 percent of players at some point they're just like everybody's against me this game sucks i want to go like do i even want to play this game anymore obviously it hit earlier for hannah uh than most people but you know mm-hmm Okay, um, uh, and then Bruce gets voted out. Big celebration from everyone. Drew does like a like a fist pump, like yes, like he's so pleased, um, like a, like he won a sports game. Yeah, and getting out someone with no ally. Whoop de do. Well, he, he had the idol. They they got an idol out of the game. That's it's something they don't have to worry about anymore. It just uh, means that like next week can be a free for all because Bruce isn't immune this week. You know. Yep. Um, okay. Predictions. Uh, predictions for next week. I'm going to do the safe play and say that Jake's going home. (laughs) I'm going to say that next week D goes home. I think that they flip on D. I think finally we modern technology folks, we're going to get them to repeat. Don't worry. Take D. Okay. Uh, uh, Chili said D. Chili said D. We didn't catch that, Chili. Oh, he's still frozen. That's okay. He said D. I said Jake. Mostly just the threat level. The threat level. I'm thinking I'm going to go the other way. I can see D going. I can also maybe see Jake going. It wouldn't be... What I fully expect, I think they're going to cannibalize each other next week, but a bit, but the, the seeds planted this episode with uh, Jake. I think Jake's going to get his way. I think Drewby is going home. Drewby Dooby. Drewby Dooby Doo is going to uh, get packing so he can have that sandwich with Shaggy um, when he gets back to Ponderosa. Well, that would be nice. I would be really happy next week if something like that happened. Pop of the episode. <laughs> Emily, hands down. I mean, I, I feel like Emily or, or um, Katura. Yeah. I'll go with Emily. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I, I think Katora, if, if, if the Julie vote came through, Katora throwing her name out first would uh, um, be big. You know what? It could also be Julie next week, other than D, because Mama J. Mama J was really being thrown out. Like her name was really being thrown out. So. Anyway, uh, Mama J also had a big pop this episode too. I and Jake as well. 
you see the evenness of the edit coming forward here. Even the people on the bottom are getting big edits. Um, uh, but but Emily is the pop of the episode. There we go. Chili, anything to plug <laughs> this week? Uh, no, I mean, I've got a couple shows Friday. Check out my Instagram. Uh, I'll be back in Toronto uh, December 23rd through Jan uh, 4th. Um, so I think I've got a couple of improv shows booked, but if, um, you have a stand up show or something in that first week, um, and need, um, a goofball on it, would love to come and be on your show. Otherwise I just want to come see everybody and hang out. And, uh, I, uh, do all the bookers listening Do all the bookers, tell the bookers, you get a nice LA, LA seasoned veteran comic who performs at the fourth wall uh, regularly. Um, would love to be uh, would love to be on your shows. Otherwise, I'd just love to see everybody. I'll be at the comedy bar hanging out. Um, and uh, that's it. Check out my Instagram for shows down here. When do you come back again, Chili? Uh, December 23rd, I'll be back in Toronto. Uh, I won't see you. Where are you going? I'm going back home. And that's I what you're plug- going to come that's out here. That's what I'm plugging. I'm going back home. <laughs> Uh, no, check out uh, all of the reruns of uh, Ghosts on CBS third season coming out soon. Uh, yeah. Maybe you'll see maybe, something. In maybe it. maybe somebody will be there, a certain ghost. Just. My plug, as always, is my comedy album, I'm the Greatest, on Spotify, Bandcamp, and all streaming platforms. Bandcamp Friday coming up. If you buy my album on Friday, all money goes towards me. Um and uh yeah, thank you all for listening so much and uh we appreciate you. Chili, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me and and putting up with my uh technology issues. No, it's all good. It wasn't uh it wasn't that bad. Thanks for coming on, Chili. And uh Joel, I'm sorry I got so angry at you. You got you were angry at me? No, I wasn't angry at you. I'm angry at the season. Mm-hmm. I was never yelling at you. I love you. And I love you too, and I love you, Chili. Love and we you. love you, listeners. Oh, oh, but Actually, before we go. This is the first episode that Chili's been on where you didn't get mad at Chili. Yeah, I know. I, so. I know. Uh, <laughs> I want to be occupied with you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to bring up that last week we said if you comment on the uh, Instagram post, we'll read them out loud. And we did get a comment from our friend, Tamlin. Great episode, guys. You two are oh. awesome. The chemistry, the commentary, uh, all chefs kiss. And then she said in brackets, do I get a shout out? Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And then she said, we don't talk about Joel's, how Joel's cat is Instagram famous enough. Well, he's not Instagram famous. He's TikTok famous. Yeah. Instagram does not like Joel's cat. TikTok loves him. Yes. I've never met this uh, Tamlin before, but would be really interested to meet her. Sounds like a really nice person. And uh, thanks for listening. Go back to the season 40 premiere episode where they all ganged up on me. No one ganged up on you. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. And, And Tamlin, we'll have you on soon. We love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 